Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 27th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and Noon PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand and uh, uh, let our team know that you are a newcomer if you're a newcomer. And when, when you let our team know, please let our team know in the chat to everyone that you're a newcomer. I'm going to send you a test. Please let our team know. Put your camera on, let our team know. Go ahead, Gatri. Rajinder. Hi, uh, Gayatri. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Go ahead. Hey, Rahul. Uh, uh, this is Rajinder. I have a couple of questions. Uh, first one is, uh, I just got a full-time uh, who sponsored my H-1B, uh, say, for example, employer B. Do I need to inform my employer A who was uh, holding my H-1B and green card approvals like uh, I-140? I was a contracting to my employer A. Uh, that is my first question. What do you mean inform whom you are joining? You're uh, leaving the old companies, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm leaving the old company. And who is holding my H-1B and green card approvals? Um, do you need to let him know what? That you're leaving him uh, or I didn't understand leave, what you need to Correct. Yeah. Do I need to let him know that I'm leaving uh, uh, and got a full-time opportunity or it doesn't matter for employer A, like my old employer? Is there any contract that you cannot join the end client between your no, old employer is, and you? No, there is no such contract. If there's no such contract, you don't have to let him know where you're going. Okay. You can and go to heaven, you can go to hell, you don't have to mention to him where you are. By this letter, I'm resigning the job. Okay. Will there be any chance of uh, creating a problem on my I-140? Uh, when was I-140 approved? A few years ago, like three or four years ago. Absolutely, they cannot. Okay, all right. And the follow-up Next question, question is, yeah, there ahead. is one follow-up question. So if my new employer is delaying to start my GC process and dates become current, uh, can I mm-hmm. still go to my old employer who is holding my I-140? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if he's interested interested to file my I-45. He can, he can. If the I-140 is not withdrawn, he, he can. Next person, please. Hamsa? Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, currently, my husband is in the US and I I have approved uh, uh, H4 and stamped uh, visa. So, the question is uh, can he apply my H4A for my behalf? And now you have to be in the country to apply for H-4A. 
So, uh, do I can I apply and come back to India? Is there a provision? You can. You can. No, ma'am. You you can apply and come back to India. You will not have any problem. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. So, is there any timeline? Like, do I have to stay for like? No, ma'am. You can apply and you can fly back next day. Next person, please. Usuma. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Hi, Rahul sir. So I'm in the category of uh, downgrading to EB3 and jumping back to EB2 situation. Uh, my EB3 mm -hmm. is approved. Um, my supplement J was submitted as of September 1st. And after that, we learned the dates have rolled back in October. So today I got a notice telling that my case is transferred to the um, new office. I have no idea which location, etc. Uh, the situation here is uh, all this process has been done by my previous employer. Uh, I haven't yet joined them. I'm in a process of joining, but I wanted to understand uh, the uh, the 180 days that we are supposed to work for them. Is it after the green card is approved or is it before green card is approved? There's nothing that says that you have to work for that company for 180 days. What it says is that you must have a job offer from that company for 180 days. You already completed the 180 days with the old company because they filed the 485 somewhere in October, November, or December of 2020. Uh, the supplement J was filed September 1st this year, sir. So the supplement J has been filed. So at the most, though, the USCIS can deny your EB2 request, though. But okay. as far as the 485 is concerned, you're still in 485 was filed more than six months ago. So if oh, the 485J yes. supplement has been filed recently, there mm -hmm. is a chance, 20% chance, if you if the job offer is taken back, if the job offer is taken back, okay, there is a chance that you may get stuck in EB3. That's only 20% chance. Oh, oh, okay. So you would recommend that I should join the previous employer just to keep everything safe? right? I didn't say you have to join. You mm -hmm. just need to have the job offer continued oh, by them. Okay. 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 Thank you, sir. You That's helpful to understand. So yeah. If, I as guess long as know. they are as long as they are cooperative, you don't need to do anything. Okay, great. Thank you so much, sir. Next person, please. Nikhil. Hello, sir. Thanks for your time. Uh, I listened to your uh, video yesterday regarding the advanced parole and many of my doubts got cleared. I have one question on that is like I have two application pending EB3 and EB2. EB3 advanced parole is approved but EB2 I only got EAD without advanced parole. So if I travel uh, does my application in EB2 will affect in any way and my EB2 no. I31 will get uh, rejected or uh, do I need to do anything for the EB2 I131? Um, no, if you travel on EB3, your EB2 will be still be active. You're good. And if it gets approved while I'm outside of the country, there won't be an issue on that too. What, what is approved? If I-131 is approved while I'm outside of the country and... Even I if it's approved or even if it's denied, it won't have a negative impact on your EB2. Okay, so 485 will stay as is. You're right. Okay, all right. Thank you. Next person, please. Shrabya Reddy. Anybody who's a newcomer, they have to keep their camera on, guys. Go ahead, Shrabya. Hi. 
Hi, Rahul. So uh, I'm the primary and then my husband is the dependent and I received my green card in August. So and then my uh, husband's interview um, got scheduled on October 19th. Uh, so mm -hmm. I had a question. Um, so do I need to be there for the interview? It is a bit unclear. We got the interview notice. Here it says that if your eligibility is based on your marriage to the principal beneficiary of a petition, uh, in addition to your spouse coming to the interview with you. Sravya. Go there. Uh -huh. It's better to go. Go there. go there. Okay. If they don't want to take it, let them not take you. Okay. 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 And what is the priority date of you, ma'am? So that that's the thing. So my priority date is November 2014, but then my husband's priority date is June 2012. But he's a dependent of you. Yeah, but he is the dependent of me, but he also has a primary application at the same uh, Dallas field office. Okay, so the, so the interview notice was for you as yeah, a yeah, the, for them. Yeah, yeah, so should, yeah, he should request the USCIS to uh -huh. adjudicate the application based on the, uh, sorry, based on the, uh, based on his EB2 and approve, and, and it is current is right? Uh, no, I mean, right now, in, from October 1st, it is no, not because it went to April. No, okay. What is your husband's EB uh, uh, 2012? Which day it is? June, June 2012. June 12th, I okay. think. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, you should go there, ma'am. And then you should also, okay. uh, uh, you should also listen to this video we made for 10 minutes. Okay. Uh -huh. That if the main applicant gets a green card, if the dependent doesn't get the green card, what is the process? I just want okay. you to listen to that one too, okay? Yeah, and you're suggesting when he goes there, uh, it's better to also request to see if they can educate uh, based on his priority date, uh, June 2012? That's right. And he should take the employment verification letter and all those things. As if that he's going for interview for both the... H-1B and even the LC and everything? I, I, I would have him have done a mock interview done by a lawyer. That's better, okay? If he wants to get us with us, he can make a consultation. And we'll give okay. all what normally questions ask. What are the documents to be carried? If he's uh -huh. married, what are the documents to be carried? I want him to be prepared for two interviews. One as a Got dependent it. on you. One as for him too. Okay. okay. So for the consultation, I'll call your office. Then. Thank you. Okay. You, there's a link there. My team will provide. You can book it now. Next person. Okay. Please. Thank you. Alraj. Hello, hi. Uh, actually, I wanted to ask regarding the uh, B2 for household members, which are not eligible for derivative, derivative status. Like I have an elderly uh, mother and I'm on H1B. So uh, I read on your side that um, there is some province, like, like some uh, way to have them stay with us more than six months. You're, you mean to say your parents? Yes. No, we do not recommend that at all. Okay, we do not there recommend is some... Okay. So is it not feasible to do that? Because I've read it on your site itself that um, for household members who are not eligible for derivative status can be, can get an extension from uh, more than six months. They can, but so. we, do not, we, we do not recommend that they do that. There are a lot of negative okay. points for it. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Satvik. 
Satvik. Can can you hear me? Yes. Yes, go ahead. Hey, this is regarding the B two uh, visa extension. So my parents are here in USA. So they have been like more than one eighty days. Okay. So I've extended their uh, stay for forty five days, and I got mm -hmm. the receipt notice, and their biometrics is also done. So the the extended date is expiring on November third. I want to extend until November thirtieth now. So, do I need to reapply or you have to reapply? Reapply? There is no chance of not a good not not a good idea, guys. B two extension is not a good idea. Okay, like in in the future, we'll have some consequences. Yes, that is right. In the future, you'll have consequences. Okay, so like they they okay. they'll come after like one two years in the future. But still, why do yeah? You never know because if the extension doesn't come properly, the passport visa gets invalid. Then they have to apply for the passport visa. Not recommended. Next person, please. Shanmu. Shanmu. Yeah, here. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, I'm currently my H1B uh, premium got uh, my H1B got approved under premium, uh, and I'm I'm going to apply for H4 extension for my wife. Can I apply H4 EAD? This is the first time I'm applying for H4 EAD for her. Uh, can I apply it together? H4 extension and H4 EAD. You already have an I140 approval. Yes, I do. Why not? Why sh you should. Okay, and when they say uh, apply it together, uh, H four EAD is not online, right? It's just applying it separately. But the documents that I have to send it is together, right? So you are applying for H one B, H four, and EAD together, or H four and EAD? H four and H four EAD. H one B is already approved H1 in premium. A, absolutely, you can apply both of them together. Yes. Okay, and when they say not apply online. together, it's not online. Not online. Okay. Okay. You cannot apply. Together online, you have to apply separately, which is not advisable. Okay, and uh, do you do consultation for that, uh, Rahul? From your con there is no, there is no consultation. Can you, if you give the, can you give me the email address in the chat? There is no consultation. Okay. There is, it's not a, like a rocket science, or there is nothing there. If you give a, okay. we will give a quote once you have, once you like it, we'll do all the paperwork. For you. Can you give the email address to I'll, us and I'll, say that? Can you give it to me right now? Yeah, I'll I'll give it to you right now. Thank you. Right, next person, please. Yeah, Rajesh. Uh, hi, give good it morning. to everyone, please, because I won't get it uh, if you give it to me on this one. Okay, good, Rajesh. Hi, good morning, Rahulji. Good, sir. Yeah, uh, uh, I've, I've applied for visitor visa. Uh, I think a total six time it got rejected. Uh, so I don't have a specific reason that has been given to us. So now what has happened is uh, one of my uncle, as in my father's elder brother, stays there for the last 45 years. Anyway, they could sponsor us or uh, anyway we could, uh, you know, go to America. Go to America for visiting or what? Yeah, visiting or sponsor or a job, something like that, that they could sponsor. The sponsor so they into real estate. They are into real estate uh, business in, in New York. But they can sponsor, but it won't do any good though. The reason why you're getting the rejection is that they're telling that you don't intend to return back to the home country after you come and visit this country though. That's the reason why you got the rejections. 
I have no clue how I can satisfy the consulate. I have no clue. Okay. Been practicing immigration law for 25 years. I don't know how to satisfy them on that particular reason. Okay. All right. Okay. But what are the major reasons? As in, I'm sure there would be some uh, option that only only one reason. And only one is? reason. That is that is that they they believe that you are not going to come back to India after you complete your visit. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Next person, please. Deepika. Deepika. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, Rahul sir, first of all, I would like to thank you for holding these sessions. They are really, really helpful. And yes. uh, coming to my question, uh, sir, I recently moved uh, back from India. Uh, mm -hmm. I am an H4 visa and mm -hmm. uh, I was working in India uh, with my uh, with a, uh, an Indian uh, firm. It's actually, mm -hmm. uh, I was working with Oracle. So what happened there was in the month of uh, uh, April, May. What, I, what, 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 what visa did you come in? H4. H4, keep going. Yeah, so I, while I was in India, I was trying to get an internal transfer. And mm -hmm. I got to a, uh, I got to an internal uh, job and everything went well. They were ready to sponsor my L1 as well. But in the month of mm -hmm. June, beginning of the fiscal year, they actually, the, the line of business that I was getting into got into a hiring freeze. So that kind of uh, ruined everything for me. And then I had to, uh, you know, kind of put in my papers. I got, so, so you are right now here on H4, okay. Mm -hmm. So they can they can apply your H one uh, L one visa at any time in the next two years. While I'm on H four, they can apply my L one. Absolutely, 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 they can. Even if I am in US, do I do I for any formality, anything? Uh, no, ma'am. They can still apply if they want to. That's the only thing. If they want to, if there is a hiring freeze, and that's their options, right? They can file. Yeah. In the meantime, though. I want you to, to have your husband work on I-140 so that you are independently I eligible on your H-480. I-140 is approved. For your husband? Yeah. Well, what the hell you need for L-1? Why don't you apply for EAD? But he is on H-1, no? You know H-4EAD is, right? Yeah. Why can't you apply for H-4EAD? No, I have applied for that. So it's going to take time. I just applied for that. It's been one month. So I'm oh, not yeah. sure how. Yeah, it will take about four or five months for you to get an EAD. Four or five months, is it? So my resignation period will end in October. Uh, by October end, it will uh, be done. Uh, the most the company what could is, do, extend my resignation. The, I don't know yeah. what the resignation you're speaking about, ma'am. I had in to the next, I know you resign, but they can file a L1 visa within the next two years since the time you came into United States. There's no requirement that they have to do it within the resignation period. They can do afterwards too. Okay, only for if there is an open role because that current role for which I was selected. If there is no open role, there is no L visa. Okay, so what is there? I have heard that there is a change of status also that can be done. So I wanted to know a bit on that. The L1 is a change of status from H4 to L1. Okay, so... For Oracle has to apply. 
oracular has to apply nobody else can apply but i will based on what you're telling you have a better prospect with h4 ead now yeah okay okay okay, okay. Uh, anybody has any questions guys after i, I will take the questions if you are a newcomer leave a message in the in this one okay and put the questions out there put starting with newcomer and give the question i'll try to answer next person thank you sir swarup yeah uh, hi rahul uh, good morning sir good. um i currently am in india i have my i have my i140 uh, approved and i'll be traveling to uh, us soon Uh, my actually i'm an indian citizen but i was born in kenya so i have a birth certificate from kenya so as soon as i come to us i'm planning to file my i485 and uh, mm -hmm. in my birth certificate uh, my i just have my first name but my surname is not there so uh, is there any alternative uh, evidence that i could provide for my birth certificate okay uh one second This is in Kenya, is right? Yeah, yeah. I was born in Kenya. I'm an Indian citizen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we can always get an affidavits, and you can get alternative document like your school record. I don't know what records Kenya has. It, for example, in India we have PAN card, Aadhaar card, Ration card, Election card. You can try to see whatever cards you have in Kenya. You can try to get those cards too. and prove that you are whom you are okay if your one name is missing you got that hello are you there gayatri can you listen to me yes rahul i'm able to hear you swarup okay, swarup okay yeah yeah I'm, i'm here i'm here yeah so i will send you the documents which typically the indian guys uh have it i mean i don't know exactly what the requirements in canada kenya will be a little bit different is right but i will send you yeah. if you don't have a birth certificate what do you need to get it even though yeah, you have, have a birth certificate i know you have a birth certificate but follow the directions exactly okay. as if that you don't have it okay 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 but keep the birth certificate okay okay yeah sure yeah thank you next person next person please alok Alok, uh, hi Rao, hi Rao sir, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, good morning, sir. So actually, sir, I work for company A, and they were having a two years agreement that uh, you can't leave the company. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. So I have completed out of two years, I have completed one year, and due to the work and whatever the cultures, I am not liking. So I I got the offer letter from the company B, and they are ready to file my I one forty also. so is the experience letter is required for that i know that company a want to give the experience letter because i am not completing two years with them um do you how many years of experience do you have other than this one uh other than for the same firm i work in india around four years and us one year and apart from i do have eight year experience so with the same firm how many years did you work uh four years plus one five years Okay, and before that, how many years? Three years. Yeah, there are. Um, if if you don't have an experience letters, though, okay, um, mm -hmm. there are uh, there are alternatives if you don't have experience letters. Mm -hmm. 
you may require it. And there are a couple of articles written by Emily Newman. I'm going to send you a link for those things, though. I want to read if the employer is not willing to give an experience letter, what are the alternative things that you need to do? Okay. Yeah. I'm sending you those. Yeah, there are a lot of things, though. Like you can get letters from your colleagues. You can get the income tax returns, W forms, all different, different methods you can prove that you're working for the company. And you can even show the contract that if you leave within two years after you come into the country, they don't give the experience letter. Show that as an evidence that why you don't have an experience letter. Yeah, that's because uh, they are saying that relocation, all the things. I, I talked to the contact lawyer, I suggested last time. So they were mm -hmm. saying depend on the company and depend on you. It's like a, we can do the settlement and you, there's no such agreement called the relocation. You can, if you want to leave, then you can leave the company. I will, I, will, I will let the contract lawyer handle that part though. I'm only addressing the experience letter part. Yeah, yeah that's, that's okay, sir. So that's, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, thank, you, thank you so much. I got that. I'll, thank I'll, you. Thank you. Thank just you. go through the links that I provided you just now. Okay. Yeah, I'm just reading. Next, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Shiva. Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, hi. Uh, good morning. Uh, just a quick question. I'm uh, I'm stuck in this EB3. Um, got downgraded and changed company with 485J and stuck in EB3. Uh, the new company hasn't filed EB2. So my first question is, can, uh, what What's the best price? Twenty fourteen July, and the date. The best. Uh, I would, if you don't have an I one forty under EB two, yeah. I would try to get an I one forty under EB two. Okay, instead of just staying in EB three. Yeah, I would try to get an EB two to be available in both the things. Okay. Okay. Cool. And uh, next question is, if I change another employer, can I ask them to take over? Uh, EB3 with 485J and file uh, EB2 140 again right from uh -huh. the scratch? Absolutely, you can. Okay. Even though you move on to EAD, you can still have them file a form and I-140 for you, yes. So can I move to EB3 EAD, but I'll be locked with EB3 EAD, right? Uh, or can I still do that and then... Uh... Oh, no, 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 no. You're not locked with EB3 EAD. You move to EB3, you are still you can still move to EB2. Okay, cool. And yeah, Once one last question. Is approved. Cool. One last question. Uh, now I'm like a, in an architect position. Can I apply for manager role? Like just a change of role with the same job description? It's a natural promotion according to me. You're good. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Next person, please. Sunita. Sunita. Dishant? Yeah. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, uh, I just have a question. I'm a newcomer. Uh, suppose we uh, pay for EB5 to a, a direct company, EB5 uh, equity investment. So, like, uh, is there any protection that uh, we can have on that investment or uh, it's a purely risk? What, how to mitigate that risk? First of all, we want you to risk your money to invest. Investment is a risk, is right? Yeah. If there is an investment which is no risk, that's not an investment. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So nothing. 
And uh, EB5, people need to understand that the processing time for the EB5 is approximately a lot of time, though, a lot of time. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. A lot of time. Uh, it takes about seven to eight years for you to get the green card. And the chance of success is less than 25%. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, people say like it's the easiest way. Like, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. 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 They will say it because that's how. That's how we can make money on you, right? If it's easiest way, we can make your, your 900,000 will come to me. They will say all guarantee and all the words. Anytime anybody says investment is a guarantee, the first thing that you, you turn back and you run 100 meters, you should beat Usain Bolt. Okay. Okay. I will take the questions that are coming in the chat to everyone, guys. If you're a newcomer, uh, please post saying that your first word should be newcomer, guys. And then I will. So I don't see any newcomers um, posting it. Well, I see arrived in, in India today. Okay, my myself on green card, my dad on B2. Officer did not stamp anything on my dad's passport. Nor can I find I-94. Is this normal? Does the I-94 website take a little bit time to update? Yeah, it takes a little bit time to update. If by any chance it did not update though, I want you to go, uh, make an appointment with the CPP office and go to the office. They will update the information there. Can a GC holder uh, student apply for FAFSA loan? Ah, uh, I really have no clue what that is. FASFA, -A. loan forgiveness. Oh. Okay, I don't loan forgiveness. Okay, uh, I have, I have, I, I do not have knowledge about it though. But I will look into it though. I will look into it. Will USCIS start approvals of EB1C from 2023 quota? Yeah, because the prior date is current for them. If the I140 is approved, my I140 approved recently. Give me one second, guys. I am recently uh, approved. Can I file for a with attorney without much help from employer? My employer is not interested in filing sooner and delaying the process. Wow, what kind of employer is that? Um, what is your priority date? That's very rare you find those kind of employers. Yeah, no, you still need to get a 485J supplement filed, uh, assigned by your company. Otherwise, you cannot file the 485J supplement. Not getting visa supplement, but have to leave to India. How long can we work in India on H1B? You can work however long that you want to, but when you come back into United States, it's better that you speak with a lawyer at that point of time because you need to face the questions what they're going to ask. USCIS can start approving the green cards, guys, from EB1C. Starting from October, they can approve it because the dates are current. Uh, My husband's H1B need to be renewed as it is ending in March. What is the probability that H4EAD that I already have applied? 
If your husband's EAD is expiring in March of 2023, ma'am, apply for H4 and EAD, uh, H4 extension and EAD together, ma'am. That's the best option for you to do. Uh, are they giving any preference to national interest waivers? No. They're just Tom, Dick, and Harry guys. Newcomer, primary applicant GC approved in EB2 in mid-September. Derivative application for derivatives now in H1B status in India. Can we file the second 485? Yes, you can. In fact, I want you to watch the video we made on that, guys, recently. Um, this is the video we made on it. You can file a derivative application I-113485. Please watch this video that I'm sending it to you. Newcomer, prior date is Jan 2022, current in EB2 and EB3, but I-485 sitting in case remains pending status since April. What can I do? Right now, nothing can be done because the prior date is not current this month. It's current next month though. But when you try to overdo the things, it doesn't get anywhere. So right now, don't do anything unless it crosses two years since the time you file the 485. That's when you need to raise a service request. Newcomer, priority date April, did not get GC in the physical year. Should we prepare to be an EAD for another 5, 10, 15, or 20 years? Yeah, I would be prepared for. Um, being an EAD definitely is an easy option, guys. It's not like H1B. H1B is very tough. Uh, five, I would not stay in H1B if I were you, Mr. Jane. Newcomer, priority date is April 2013, EB3, case remains pending. Is it good to stay on EB3 or should I start EB2 pump? Mohan, I always like to have the option of two, EB2 and EB3 though. You never know when you want to move based on the priority date. So I would, at this point of time, prepare to file an EB2 pump. Um, rest of the world question though. Um, wanted to ask if filing I-140 premium and AOS concurrent is better or non-concurrent for faster adjudication. Ramesh, I would file an I-140 premium and I would file a 485 separately though. I would prefer that way. Since you are the rest of the world, I would do that because there is no hurry for you to file the 485 application though uh, because the faster processing is better. Newcomer, I joined a new company in June 2020, process in a new company. My employer has revoked the I-140. When I asked for reapplying I-140 and 485, they came back and said, it can issue be queried in GC. My priority date in EB2 is March, 2011. My PO's employer has revoked I-140. Why did he revoke though? Uh, why, what's the reason why he's telling all these I'm sorry, I couldn't figure it out. What's the reason why uh, they can't reapply for the I-140 and 485. Okay, I, 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 I'm getting the idea a little bit though. So you left the company, that's the reason they revoked it. And they don't want to file for your I-485 application. Well, they may have an issue of ability to pay. That's one thing that I can think about why they have a problem. That's what I think, so they have a problem there. Yeah, if the perm is in audit though, once the perm is approved, you can file the 485 or you have to file one more perm or change the company. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, 4.30 p.m.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.